Alright friends, so if you just popped in, today we are talking about third grade music lessons for this whole month. I see my kids for a week at a time and then I see like a different set the next week. So that's why we go for a month at a time. So I'm going to talk like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You can translate that to like week one, week two, week three, four, like normal people. But this week we're talking about third grade and third grade is learning about 16th notes for the first time. And they are also working on just kind of talking about music and what music sounds like and what it makes them feel and all of those good things. I love doing it in this time because I like doing some like creepier songs for the fall and so it's just a lot of fun let's hop right on in i should find the right paper so third grade this week is learning about 16th notes and talking about music and so the first thing we're doing on monday is in the hall of the mountain king because i love in the hall of the mountain king so within the hall of the mountain king i start with just telling them the same story i told my first and second graders i thought that third grade was going to be a little bit too cool for it but they thought so the story that I tell for In the Hall of the Mountain King is that there is a guy named Pierre Gint and Pierre gets captured by the Troll King who is, or sorry, captured by the Mountain King who is a big, ugly, gross troll. And the Troll King, the Mountain King, wants Pierre to marry his daughter, the Troll Princess. And then I always say, do you think she wants, he wants to marry the Troll Princess? And they're like, no, I'm like, no, he doesn't because she's a troll and he's not a troll. So that's where this song comes in. Pierre is trying to sneak away from the Troll Princess and from all the trolls. So he is sneaking and we talk about, okay, well, if we're sneaking, we want to be quiet. So it's going to start really quiet and a little bit slow because we don't want to draw attention to ourselves. And so we stand up and we like tiptoe to the beat and we get a little bit faster and faster and faster as we get closer to the end and we'll like look over our shoulders to see if there's any trolls and as it starts getting faster i'm like oh, no i think there's a troll behind us let's go a little faster and then i'm and then I like oh there's a troll but i don't think he sees us we gotta go a little faster and then i'll be like all right he sees us run and then at the end we have like earthquakes that's why we're jumping up and down after we listen to the song then we do the in the hall of the mountain king play along from oh no i can't remember who it is i'm gonna think of it somewhere in this thing but there is a rhythm play along for in the hall of the mountain king you know pequeño mozart that's who it is i was like i know i'm gonna think about it. pequeño mozart has a rhythm play along with it that is on youtube it's like two minutes really easy it's um quarter eighth notes and half note and so it's pretty easy but we are just learning 16th notes so it's like the next thing that we are learning so we go through and play that. We usually do it twice. We'll do it once. And then the next, I'm like, all right, rate yourself from one to three. One is like, I'm totally lost. Two is I kind of got it, but I need more practice. And three is like, I totally got it. Most of the kids will rate themselves about a two or like a one and a half. And then we will do it again a second time. And I'll ask them again if their rating went up. After that, I ask them about what the song sounds like and give them just some suggestions. I just kind of leave it pretty open-ended and most of them will say that it sounds um, dark or scary or sneaky are words that I get a lot from them when I ask that question. After that, we play the, I guess kind of the rhythm, to a song that we learned last time, which is Vamos a la Mar. I love starting with a song that we did last time, especially if we're trying to sing because it just kind of makes them feel a little more comfortable. Sorry, we snap at the end of each line. So at the end of each line, it says tum tum, which I think is supposed to be like the strumming of the guitar. So we snap on those two parts because we're still virtual, so we don't have anything to play. So it goes like this. 
Vamos a la mar, tum tum, a comer pescado, tum tum, poca colorada, tum tum, fritito y asado, tum tum. And we go through that a lot last time, and so we are just kind of reviewing it this time. We play it a couple of times. After that, we go through and review each of our rhythms. So I just have like a slide that shows like, hey, this is a quarter note. Hey, these are eighth notes, and things like that. And we just repeat them and remember them a little bit. Depending on how much time we have, we might go over the song we're going to start learning tomorrow, which is Old Brass Wagon. And if not, then we hop right on to learning about cumbia music. So because we're doing Vamos a la Mar, we are learning this song called El Pescador, which is a cumbia music, which is music from Colombia. And it is so much fun. So how I got into this is that my district does this thing called Musical Explorers, where we learn about three different types of music, and usually they get to go to a concert. Obviously, we don't get to go to a concert this time, but it's still so much fun. So we are learning about the three different types of music, and then there's gonna be like a video concert. It's really for kindergarten, first and second grade, but sometimes I do it with third grade anyway. So cumbia music is from Colombia, and we are listening to the song El Pescador, and I have just been showing them this video that is on the Musical Explorers website, which I will link for you in the matching YouTube video. So if you don't know, every week I post a YouTube, we're filming a YouTube video together right now is actually what we're doing, and I post it with all of the links to all of the videos, all the resources, all the everything. So this is a free website, but you have to like sign up for access and it's supposed to be for people who are here in Savannah, but if you just say that you're a parent, I mean, they're not gonna question you. So this is the video we watch and they just explain El Pescador and then they talk about the instruments that they are playing. So yeah, it's really cute. It's like a call and the response. So the call is just El Pescador, El Pescador, El Pescador. And El Pescador means the fisherman. And the song we were singing was Vamos a la Mar, which means let's go to the ocean or let's go to the sea. So this is that's the connection in case you were like, what? And then the, uh, the response is some other words that are kind of silly. So it says like habla con la luna, which means the fisherman is talking to the moon and he's talking to the playa, the beach. And he is really unlucky and doesn't have any fortune so I'm assuming that means he's not getting anything in his fishing net but it's a really cute song and I love how one line is just el pescador el pescador because it's super easy for the kids to learn if they're like I don't know what Spanish is I don't know what these things are they only have to learn one word so this video is like six minutes super super simple I will link it in the YouTube video you do again have to sign up for access but I don't think there will be any problem with that because it's Free. Um, and they are using the accordion and then some percussion instruments. So we just watched that. And the kids have been loving that. The percussion are tambora, llamador, and then the maraca. In case you were curious. And that is it for day one. After, well, after the song, then we talk about what that song sounds like. Then it's done for day one. On day number two, we come in. We're still doing godals at the beginning of each video because it, or at the beginning video at the beginning of each class because they're fun and they get some of the wiggles out and I feel like it kind of helps the kids transition from like what we were what they were doing to now we're in music because they're like not physically going anywhere since we're virtual 
it helps to kind of flip that switch. And then we do old brass wagon. So I have this on my TBT store. I will link it in the YouTube video that will be up by tomorrow. But old brass wagon is one of my favorites and it's super, super simple. So it just goes circle to the left, old brass wagon, circle to the left, old brass wagon, circle to the left, old brass wagon, you're the one, my darling. Circle to the right, old brass wagon, circle to the right, old brass wagon, circle to the right, old brass wagon, you're the one, my darling. Then it's supposed to say everybody in, but I have always done it in and out because even in school, normally I have the kids do most things from their seats instead of like moving around the room. We always start everything in our seats before we move around. So in and out is just a little more of a contained action. So we just do like step up, step back, step up, step back. So we just do in and out, old press wagon, in and out, old press wagon, in and out, old press wagon, you're the one, my darling. So we do that. We go through each of those two or three times so that the students get kind of the feel for it. And we do walk to the left, walk to the right, walk in and out. And it works totally fine on Zoom, just like it does in school. And then after we do that, we talk about the words. So we'll clap all of the rhythms. So like circle to the left, on press wagon. And then I'll say, okay, how many syllables, how many sounds does left have? Because by the way, third grade is not a problem with the syllable thing. It's, it's just first grade, just first grade. I don't know what the problem is. Um, but left, we'll say, okay, how many syllables is left? And they'll hold up one finger. Cool, what about wagon? Two, cool, I'm like, awesome. So we knew that quarter notes, are ta is one sound, and we know that eighth notes, our TT is two sounds. Now, what about circle to the? And they're like, and then finally they're like, four. I'm like, oh, cool. Now, do we know any rhythms that have four sounds? And they're like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, you're right. But today we're gonna learn about a rhythm that has four sounds. So then I show them, actually, I put the wrong slide in here, which is fine. So this is the one I have in here. And so it just has four wagons as the 16 notes and then the rest are regular rhythms. But I accidentally put the one with like the solfege letters instead of the words underneath it, but it's okay. Um, and then I show them this little PowerPoint that I made that was super, super, super simple and goes along with the activity they're doing today. And so it's like, this is a 16th note and it points out what it looks like. So it has four dots, it has four lines, it has two lines across the top. And then we talk about if there's only one, this is what it looks like because I have realized that I like never show the kids what one eighth note or one 16th note looks like. And so then they're like really confused later on because they just think of it as a unit. So I wanted to throw that in there and see if that helps any with us figuring out like what one is. And then after that, we look at the actual rhythms on the song and we clap the rhythms again, looking at the real rhythms and clap some more rhythms. These are just like little rhythm cards that come in that old brass wagon pack. And then after that, the kids get on our learning management system. We use one called It's Learning. It's like Google Classroom, but no at all and so they get on that and they do a little activity that goes along with our 16th notes and so there's a there's like three things they're doing the first thing is they're building 16 notes so i put like dots and lines and they're just dragging them to build the 16th notes because normally i would have them draw them but i didn't want to make them draw them on the computer that just seemed mean and then we have um the lines from circus to the left old brass wagon with one rhythm missing and they have to fill in the missing one and then they get to create their own rhythm because i always love to make the last thing always like a create your own do it yourself because that's fun so 
we do that. I spend about half of the time with Miss Davis. I can't find it. Okay, can you share your screen with me? Okay, click here. Okay, click here. But in the end, we all got on it, at least. I haven't checked to see how they did yet. But I, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, then on Wednesday, we don't have class because it's e-learning days. So everyone is working on things like at home. They do some small groups, but we don't have music class. So Thursday, when I get back to the kiddos, we go over Old Brass Wagon again. And this time is more fun because this time I have them pick some things. So we'll go over, circle to the left, circle to the right, in and out. And then I'm like, hmm, what are some other movements that we could do with our Old Brass Wagon? And I'll give some examples and they'll pick different things. And we just do different movements. So we've done like um, up and down and we'll jump or like wiggle around or snap you know whatever and it's just a really fun way to kind of get them being more creative and make the song a little more interesting as we go on after that we learned the song there's a hole in the bottom of the sea i have never done this song in class before i love it i love it it is so much fun i've never done it before but i was like you know we have that song about the sea and so let's just try it and it is so so much fun. So I just play my ukulele, but I don't have my ukulele with me. If you don't know the song, it's a cumulative song and it goes, there's a hole, there's a hole, there's a hole in the bottom of the sea. There's a hole, there's a hole, there's a hole in the bottom of the sea. There's a hole, there's a hole, there's a hole in the bottom of the sea. There's a hole, there's a hole, there's a hole in the bottom of the sea. And then you keep adding more things. So then there's a log in the hole, and then there's a bump on the log in the hole, and then there's a frog on the bump on the log in the hole, and then there's a fly on the frog on the bump on the log in the hole. And it is so funny. So by the end, it's like, um, there's a fly on the frog on the bump on the log in the hole in the bottom of the sea. There's a fly on the frog on the bump on the log in the hole in the bottom of the sea. There's a hole, there's a hole, there's a hole in the bottom of the sea. There's a hole, there's a hole, there's a hole in the bottom of the sea. And it is so much fun, it's so much fun. I wasn't sure how they would do because it was just something new, but they ate it up. So all we did is I taught them the song and then we did actions. So. I had them come up with them actually, but most classes have picked kind of similar things. So when, every time it says hole, they make a hole and then like um, log and then bump. They were like bump, like fist bumping. And so they're like, there's a bump on the log and the hole in the bottom of the sea. And it just keeps going super, super fun. So then after that, we are doing one of the, well, two actually candy rhythms activities. So I have these Google Slides presentations where the kids um, can click on the rhythms of the different words. So this would be the printable version, but it says like cotton candy. And so we figure out how many sounds it does. And for this one, we're doing Google Slides and I'm running it. And so all I do is have them show me one for one sound, which would be half note, two for two sounds, which would be eighth notes three for three sounds, which is eighth notes, quarter notes, so TT top, and then four for 16th notes. And so they just hold it up or type it in the chat. And I just kind of jot down like, yes, this person is getting most of them right. This person has no idea what we're talking about. This person's kind of okay. And things like that. And just write down it. And that's a really easy grade if I need it. <laughs> um, and so we just go through and I just click on the right answer. And after you click, then it's like, that's right. Or that's not right. And so it's really easy and a good like whole class version and then i have them do the same thing on google forms and this is like their 
quiz. It's not quite a quiz because we haven't been working on it that long, but it's kind of, I'm typing into the grades as a quiz. And so it just, it literally has the exact same things, but on a Google form. So it'll be like this picture right here, and then it'll have a half note, two eighth notes, um, tt ta, and then 16th notes, and they just click on which one is the matching one. So if it's cotton candy, then they would click on the 16th notes and then turn that in. And so then I have like an actual grade where I can sit down and say, okay, this kid understands this, but they're having trouble with this and all of those good things. And again, I spend most of the time like, okay, can you share your screen with me? All right, click here click here and I always share my screen at first and show them how to do it and we still have problems but once I realized they can share their screen I was like it's so much easier because now I can show them everything all right so then on Friday we get to class and we are listening to Eam Herbst so this song I actually did with my first grade we talked about last week but Eam Herbst means in autumn it is by Robert Franz there's a couple of different ones but the one I use is by Robert Franz and it is so good because it's just it's such a perfect fall song Eam Herbst means in autumn and it's just kind of creepy here we go for this day what I did is I had them listen and then they drew pictures as they were listening of what it made them think of and that did pretty well Try not to make it too loud so I can talk over it so this isn't super long. Um, so they listened to the song and they were drawing what it made them think of and just kind of the picture that went in their brains. And then after that, I had them like hold it up and share what they thought about it. I told them afterwards that it was called Im Herbst and I told them a little bit about what it is. It is a German leader. Um, so it's actually about someone who he says his love is false. So it starts off kind of happy and then he finds out that something bad happened. And it's not specific, but it just says like, my love is false at the end. It's so dramatic. My Nibdeutsch falsch. And it's lovely and they think it's hilarious because it's so dramatic after that we do a couple of little monster rhythm cards so that the students can practice those 16th notes so we just have a couple of those and then we play free dance and that's everything that we are teaching in third grade so friday's a little bit oh i missed something i forgot we actually started out with the book so, recap, Friday we read this book, it's called The Flute Player by Robin Eversole. Super cute. I love it because it goes through and it is comparing the songs to pictures. So there's like every time it talks about um, songs of the sea, there are fish, and every time it talks about night songs, there are owls and stuff like that so that you can kind of see the pictures, which is where the song comes in so then I play the song and then I'm like we're gonna make our own pictures of what the song would look like if it was a thing then we do monster rhythms then we play freeze dance because we always end with freeze dance because it's fun and it's Friday so there's that um so that is everything that I am teaching at third grade this week thank you guys so much for being here thank you so much for watching and I will see you next time bye